95 years old and you think he's out there hitting the links. I have a feeling you just take him to the putt-putt course and tell him that he's, you know, at the local country club. Yeah, Bob, go around the, the, the loop-de-loop yeah. and through the through the Ferris wheel. I just the, saw the... this windmill. No, you didn't, Bob. Windmill. Ferris wheel. <laughs> because I don't think you're giving the, the proper dues to Marvelous Marv and his gorgeous eyebrows. Look at that smoking Whoa. hot... A lot of women would refer to that as a, as a piece of ass. <laughs> Have you shown this to your wife? Well, Steve, I want to stay married. You point out a person to me that doesn't want more overhead garage door knowledge, and I'll point out to you an idiot. <laughs> That's right. If you're not searching the globe to find more knowledge about the overhead garage door opening, you are an idiot. by that statement less than a month away from d-day regarding that steve garage door day yeah we did set it we drew a line in the sand right the line is is in the sand and drawn in permanent marker yeah and that date is coming up uh the second last saturday in august where you and i'll be throwing wrenches Oh, you're talking about that garage door day. Oh, yeah. See, I was talking about... Oh, the the big event down big, in Hartford the big City. Trip, the big trip to the C.G. Johnson house. Now, you you believe you me, Steve. When there is an update on the C.G. Johnson home and our inevitable trip <laughs> to Hartford City, Indiana, where Sorry. we will no doubt be welcomed with, you know, sashes... Maybe a parade float because yeah, I we was going to say, do you think there would be a float? Because I feel like it's necessary. It should be because we're we are going down there to right a wrong, to like, uh, to rewrite history. Hartford City, Indiana, for whatever reason, has decided to shun its. I would say only favorite son. Yeah, I, I think that that's fair to say. I mean, I, um, again, did I look up? Because we've talked about this before where Wikipedia will have, you know, famous residents from whatever. Right. E- counties or towns Who's or anything list, like that. Is anyone, in, anyone good? No, I think there's like town? a few f- people who made a your town of Jenison, NFL practice Jenison, squad or something like that. That right. Famous people from Cinnamonson. Hertford City, Indiana. Oh, man. Just gerrymandered to oblivion as they show the little map of it. It's one road looks like it stretches out. Uh Uh-huh. Let's see. I'm searching for famous people. Notable people from Cinnamonson, New Jersey, according to uh, Wikipedia. Uh, A lot of them, then? Uh, There are a bunch. There are probably 25 people on there. I'm... 10 in and I've never heard of any of them. <laughs> yeah, but are they all like an engineer who did this? So they're, you know, they're famous in their field. But if I saw, you know, Bill, the engineer who, you know, helped create, you know, Apollo 11, 
Like, okay, cool. Thanks, Bill. Unless Bill's wearing a shirt that says, I created, you know, the rocket for this. Right. Nobody would know. They're, you're only, quote, famous in that industry. Oh, here we go. Jason Mewtwo King Zimmerman. The Mewtwo King. That's M-E-W number two K-I-N-G. Do we born in 1989? He's a professional Super Smash Bros. player. Let me see. Jason Zimmerman has his own Wikipedia because, of course, he does. Won more than 70 tournaments during his career. Career prize money: two hundred and eighteen thousand dollars. Steve, what's crazy to think is that he is eight years younger than me, and they're already talking about what he's won throughout his career. Quite a. Quite a career for Jason Mewtwo King. Graduated from Cinnamons in high school. That's your right. alma mater. Home of the Pirates. Went all the way down to Truman Hall. What's that? I, I was hoping you knew. <laughs> Is that a quick time down at Truman Hall, Steve? Before, Is that a school? He, before he booked it on over, he just didn't fit in over there at Truman. Moved over to Camden County College. Oh, CCC. Oh, sorry. Truman Hall, Camden County College. Apparently, it's all one. Okay. Didn't quite fit in there. Finished his collegiate career at Lorain County Community College. Lorain County Community College. They call that the LCCC. Wow. LC3 is what I would call it. (laughs) Do you think if we sent this guy a message because he's got, you know, he's got his Twitter and all this stuff because he's a big video gamer. I'm sure he, you know, makes tens of thousands of dollars with people watching him play video games in an industry I'll never understand. Mm-hmm. Do you think you could use your connections from the pirates? My clout. So you will send him a, a, a tweet from your account because we got to see that you're you know, New Jersey born sure. and raised. Yeah. I don't think my Twitter mentions any of that, but I'll add it. Just add it. Add it. And then Alan's favorite son. Yeah. And then, Steve. and then we'll change like our podcast one because you'll say, hey, you know, I'm half of the Stephen Kyle podcast and we'll change our bio to like the biggest Mewtwo King fans ever. And the then, picture of us crudely photoshopped into a picture of him. So he he has a book coming out explaining how to best play Super Smash Brothers. But anyway, we need that seems terrible. You and I, and by the way, this guy has less hair than me. That's no joke. Oh, boy. He's, what, what is he, 30? He's 30. Less hair than me. Looks like he's rocking a chin strap. Oh, no. It's not great. Yet, he has 181,000 followers on Twitter. Okay. So we need to really kiss the ring in this regard, and then essentially lie to get him on our podcast. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when he's realizing that there's, we're, hey, I'm not here for video game stuff. Like, they don't have any idea. You just drop in, a, you know, do you remember Yoshi from Super Mario Brothers 3? And I'll go, yeah, Wario. <laughs> and we'll ask him about covered britches. <laughs> what exactly is the goal here? 181,000 followers, Steve. The goal, as it has okay, been since so you, day one so on this podcast. Looking, you're just looking for a retweet. I want a retweet. I want to share. And I want money. Like, the goal is to, 
if we can get a few bucks off of this thing, we're in the hole three plus years as of this week, officially. Yeah, happy three anniversary, Three plus <laughs> years we're in the hole. All right. So I need Mewtwo King. How about this? How about instead of going through all these, th- this bait and switch, yeah. I just send him a message and ask him for $100. Yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> that way we don't have to do um, an interview with Mewtwo King. Well, I, I kind of want even to. Even though we would have... Oh, man. Can you imagine all the stuff we could talk about? Like, be like, hey, used to hang out at Wood Park? Yeah, me too. I'm telling you. Hey. This is... Remember when the 7-Eleven was uh, at the corner of Riverton Road and Route 130? Yeah. <laughs> what, if he, yeah what if he hated high school? <laughs> I'm sure he like, did. Put it in his rear view. Couldn't wait to get. He lives in Florida now. Oh, so does he, he? Yeah. So he just he went straight down. He took the Hobie path. Uh-huh. He went straight down the <laughs> eastern seaboard. Said I can't deal with this town Gone. anymore. After three community colleges and a hall, and he decided to book it. <laughs> the hall, whatever Truman Hall is. So I we excel in those things, though, Steve. We do. We excel on these dumb interviews with. You know, everybody we've spoken to on here, we hear similar things like, yeah, I was kind of nervous because I don't really like, you know, I don't know what to say. Well, you and I carry the onus and no doubt will we have to carry the burden with this loser for God's sake. You want to talk? You don't call him a loser. He is known to play melee using a claw like grip on his controller. Wait. So he holds his controller like an idiot, like where they have like the fingers and they I don't know what a claw like. That's what I'm assuming. You've held a controller before, yeah, though. and you just kind of hold it. Like, so we can we can theorize what a claw like oh, would so be. So like, he can push the like button. He's like going a, like overhand. Yeah. Huh. But, oh boy, I have so many questions for him. Mainly, uh, have you ever touched a boob? <laughs> Look, he's regarded by some as the greatest smasher of all time. Uh huh. Smashing buttons. He's got an okay. extensive career. Is he like? Is he the first one? I mean, obviously, you didn't even recognize him, but I mean, we took the time to look him up. Do you recognize any from your town of Cinnaminson? Cinnaminson. Cinnaminson. There's um, no extra I there on the end. There's not. Let's see. I recognize one, but I only recognize it because it was somebody that, like, growing up, my neighbors used to talk about, and that is. Larry Ferrari or Larry Ferrari, as they used to Whoa. say. Whoa! Yeah, I just remember my is he neighbors. A descendant from the Ferrari family and the Ferrari automobiles. I believe that would be Ferrari. Well, you mean potato, potato? Maybe, maybe nope. this is one of those that you know we've been pronouncing. You hear that buzz? Gone now, right? Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> you um. Sorry, where was I? Oh, gone yeah, I mean, forever. You, you, you remember how we you know, we've all been playing like Monopoly wrong until something on the internet came yeah. out like ten yeah, or twelve like you years don't ago. Two hundred dollars unless you land on yeah yeah, and the free dollars. parking thing was just a stupid gimmick. All right, let's uh, let's read about Larry Ferrari. Larry Ferrari, March Ferrari, nineteen thirty-two to November twentieth, nineteen nineteen ninety-seven. God rest his soul. Born Lazarus Lewis Ferrari, Ferrari Lazarus, huh? Wow was an American organist 
who hosted the Larry Ferrari Show. Wow. From 1954 to 1997 on WPVI-TV in Philadelphia. A weekly Sunday morning half-hour program of organ music. Hot dog. Need to find videos of this immediately. Hot dog, Steve, because, yeah, I mean, if the, this all goes back to if these people have some type of even a notice, whether it be online or anything, yet the fact that C.G. Johnson in Hartford City, Indiana, and now I've looked while you look up old Laz, I've been looking for notable people, famous people, anything from Hartford City, Indiana. Nothing. There's none, Steve. Well, while you continue to look. Oh, boy. Be wooed by the soothing organ sounds of one Larry Ferrari or Ferrari. Sunday morning in the Delaware Valley. For over 25 years, it's been a Philadelphia tradition to join Larry Ferrari at the organ. It is Ferrari. Larry Ferrari. Well, well, well. <laughs> the descendant from the automobile family himself. Beautiful. It's got lit candles. Here's Larry. Good morning and welcome to our Sunday morning musical get-together here on Palm Sunday in the Delaware Valley area. And we have beautiful music for you this morning, along with the organ and the wonderful voices of the Mercer County Chorale, which will be joining us a little later on in our program. Mercer County Chorale, the MCC? Wait a minute. So, so you're telling me this is a weekly program? program? Apparently. Some light music, and this is called The Heather on the Hill. Hope that you enjoy. See that wink? See that hair? It's from 1982. All right, so the hair is probably very perfect for the time i have to tell you this doesn't seem better or worse than any organ music i've ever heard yeah i mean i guess when ranking famous organ tv shows yeah i would say that this is right up there i mean i'm thinking of the competition and you're right it's definitely a medalist you know (laughs) he's sitting up there and First, second, or third place. There's no doubt about it, Steve. What do you think, Larry? Old, old Lazarus got paid for this. Or do you think this is one of those brokers? Well, things? it wasn't like syndicated. So it's not like what Bozo the Clown or right. was or anything like that. It was literally just WP whatever in what Philadelphia. So wow, they, graphic they just, they just flash up pictures. Look at that. The set is moving. Oh, no. It's probably the camera. Is this an but, audience list performance? Was there an audience at the start? Was there an audience for the organ show on Sunday morning? Unless he's in a church. What? How does an organ make that noise? You're on board, aren't you? I can't get enough of the guy. (laughs) Where do you think old Ferrari is now? He's in a grave. As noted by me saying he died in 1997. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. So he he, he did this right up he until did the he show. passed. He, he might have done the show the morning he died. He died at the organ, right? Doing what he loved. Like, 
He worked 43 <laughs> years on WPVI-TV. Yeah, that's uh, Channel 6. And you know his family has zero dollars to show for it. Because how say. much can you realistically pay a Sunday morning organist for WPVI-TV? Still, though, it's a big market. I mean, that's top ten market. He might have been banking six figures from this. Inducted into the Hall of Fame of the Broadcast Pioneers of Philadelphia. Boy, that's a long and illustrious list. Ward is after he passed away, so they couldn't even fit him in while he was still kicking. Ward was accepted by his longtime oh colleague. Now, where's uh, where's where's organ rank uh, on the on the hierarchy of instruments for you? It's close cousin to the idiot. Machine. It is. It's very close cousin to the idiot machine. I would argue slightly above the idiot machine. I agree with that. It's got like three different tiers. Yeah, the yeah. There's a lot to handle. And I don't know about you, Steve, on WPVI-TV in Philadelphia or any of its competitors, did you have a Sunday morning piano show? Not that I know of. I think there's a reason for that. I think there's a reason for that. Boy. Larry Ferrari kicked the bucket 97. Woo. Back when I was in high school still, I remember it like it was yesterday. It was a big moment of silence during, uh, during civics class would have been more fitting if it was during music class but yeah well we're not more, we're not very musically inclined you know so maybe you weren't even in a music class that year i was never in a music class yeah not by choice yeah no i was i was terrible anything music the related. um so do you think cinnamons in new jersey right now we could find a single commemoration of larry ferrari somewhere <laughs> is it <laughs> Do I sense that something is happening here? No, I'm just trying to, again, I'm trying to bring it back because I want to relate to... Are we going to, back to my motherland? <laughs> I'm trying to compare it to C.G. Johnson because, I mean, for crying out loud, I bet you in 20 years Mewtwo King will have a tree or something with his name underneath it, and I wouldn't be surprised if Larry Ferrari has a little bench with a plaque or something like that. I would, well, let's see. I would assume that if we were to go back to the motherland, to Cinnaminson... More people will have heard of Larry Ferrari than will have heard of Mewtwo King. King. Well, yeah, but it also depends on the the generation you're going to ask. I mean, if you're going to ask anybody, I mean, I would bet 20 to, you know, anywhere between teenagers and 25, they're going to know Mewtwo King. (laughs) Over over Larry Ferrari. Over Larry Ferrari. All right, well... We got to figure out what the net worth is because people know rich people, not poor people. Larry Ferrari. I bet you Larry Ferrari was broke. Larry Ferrari had a drug problem. Larry Ferrari net worth 2018. There can't actually be. Boy, what did you say? Mewtwo Kings uh, total total 218,000 total earnings so far. Larry Ferrari, 200,000. That, that's not that much, Steve. <laughs> Neither's Mewtwo King. Well, yeah, but he's 23 playing Super Smash Brothers. This guy played the organ for 43 years on television, and he died with barely a penny in the bank. I don't know. He died with $200,000. $200,000 worth. That means everything he owned. Look at that. Born on, uh, born on New Year's Day, 1932. I get the impression that Ferrari uh, was the type of guy who lived in the same house you know, from 1953 until 1997 when he passed. 
worth like eighty three thousand bucks. He was uh, he was known for his role as guest organist in 1951's Chief Halftown. I'm sure that was racist. <laughs> At least he didn't get like a Native American face paint. Oh, his uh, list of nicknames, Larry Ferrari, uh, also Ferrari. Chief and, Halftown. And also Larry so his nicknames wow. were his name. Boy, this as we dig deeper, this guy was really interesting. <laughs> Please tell me more. Chief Halftown Steve was an entertainer who hosted a children's show that aired on WPVI TV. Of course. From nineteen fifty. So I while I'm reading this, I need you to look at what Chief Halftown's net worth is. So it looks like so it looks like maybe Ferrari appeared on Chief Halftown in 51. Yep. Kind of got his inroads because just three years later. He had his own organ show. He had his own organ show. And he never once again appeared on Chief Halftown uh, as they had a falling out. Oh, no. I'm speculating that Larry Ferrari was a racist. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think so, man. Originally intended for a six week show. Chief Halftown went on to become the world's longest-running local TV children's show. Wow. Full-blooded Native American from the Seneca Nation in New York State. His signature greeting was East Da Sasaway, hmm. which is Seneca for Let's Get Started. So do you have... East Da Sasaway. So he ran a local television show for 49 years. He passed away in 2003, Steve. Really enjoyed those golden years. Four years before he died. Imagine starting to do children's TV once a week when you're 33 years old. Mm -hmm. 33. You do that until your 80s and then decide, you know what? It's time I, I relax. It's time I enjoy. And then you die three years later. Yeah, it's not great. All right, let's check out some. And he is also inducted into the Philadelphia Broadcast Pioneers of Philadelphia again after he died. What what is the broadcast pioneers of night at seven thirty? Chief Halftown and his friends. Good morning, tribal members. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Pizza to the That's for the old guys on to watch my show when they were kids. Now they're watching my show with their children, and what a thrill it is for me. Hmm. 49 years. <laughs> I was like, this podcast. Hey, he's Welcome, let's get started. Oh, that's for the other old people. You know, people used to listen to this show and watch this show when they were kids, and now they're starting to have kids. And we'll talk about that in a later episode, kids, about how you have kids. By the way, it's Sunday, July 28th, 2019, <laughs> the year of our Lord. It's the Stephen Kyle podcast. This Sorry, is, we just got right into it today. This um, is among the deepest rabbit holes we've jumped into. We're in local No, I don't television. even think... No, because we're... We're still only like we're on the first tier of uh, of, 
of side like you know diversions because we started talking about the famous people from our town. Larry Ferrari popped up. Yeah, we haven't we haven't diverted too much. Larry Ferrari, Lars, Lazarus, Larry Ferrari. Okay, all right. Anyone from Jenison host a TV show? Don't think so. Let me see notable people. So the near okay. So I wasn't born in Jenison. I was born in a nearby town and li- grew up in a nearby town until third grade. And okay, I what know town is that? Wyoming. Wyoming. And now Not I know to be that confused town with uh, the Great Plains State. Wyoming, Great Plains. Yeah, uh, Big Sky Country. That's Montana. Ah, the Yellowstone State. That's no, no, no. Jellystone. Jellystone is from Yogi Bear. Ah, Potato State. That is Idaho. So from Wyoming, <laughs> professional boxer Buster Mathis Jr. was Buster born. Buster Mathis Jr. Now, Buster he... Mathis was known for a... TV show that he hosted? No, he had a pay-per-view fight. The Organ? Pay-per-view fight with Mike Tyson in 1995. Oh. Tyson's second fight since being released from prison. Was that uh, I Want to Eat Your Children? Uh, no, that was or no, no. This was. I don't think this fight was that contentious because Buster. I mean, listen, the guy's a slog. He's ugh. well, he's from here. Awful. Can't be any good. Uh, Mathis Senior died a few weeks before Mathis Junior fought, and in the third round, Tyson knocked Mathis Junior out. Okay. Many believe that if Senior had been alive, Buster could have won the fight. That that's not true. Makes no sense because. He was not fighting for him. Ten days after the fight, Buster Jr.'s trainer and friend died. So this guy had a rough month. Rough run. Rough run. And then decided to retire when he was 26. Safe to say that the worst part of that month was getting knocked out by Mike Tyson. I'd argue dad dying's up there. Hmm. Falling asleep for 10 seconds in the scheme of your dad. I actually meant that the opposite way that it came out. (laughs) I meant to say, the best part of that month was getting knocked out by Tyson. That makes more sense. It makes a little bit more sense, right? Yeah. Because when you said that, I was like, idiot, didn't even hear me right. Maybe he wasn't close to his dad, so maybe you're right. Maybe. Maybe the best part of his month was his dad passing away. Although this Wikipedia entry would have you believe that his dad was in there going to slip in a couple cheap shots. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and he retired at age 26, Steve. Okay. What is he up to now? He is a substitute teacher in his off time. He also is the vice president of a non-profit, offers elementary school children the bully prevention program through a boxing technique called peekaboo. 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 Huh. I think he, um, you think he remembers getting knocked out by Tyson? Yeah, no contest against Riddick Bowe. Hmm. And he's from here? Yeah. Where does he live now? He's still here. He was most recently a substitute so like, teacher at East Kentwood High School. So he's right around the corner. Yeah, we we'll go talk to him. Think we get him on? You here? No, I you bet know, we could. You get Mewtwo King. <laughs> I'll start grinding for Buster Junior. Why don't we get them on and conference them together? And then I'll say, "Hey, that fateful month." <laughs> All right. So now December nineteen ninety five, Buster. I'm going to read you three events. Your dad died 
Joey Ferriello died. Who's that? Oh, that's that his, his trainer. longtime friend and trainer. Okay. And then you got knocked out by Mike Tyson. Could you rank those three in terms of what was the worst? <laughs> because we have a theory. Because <laughs> one of the hosts of this podcast, won't say which one, <laughs> made a bold, bold prediction. So notable people, Steve. Jenison, Michigan. I'm still waiting for uh, an organist slash TV host. Let me start you off with, ever heard of Glenn Duffy Shriver? <laughs> uh, no. He's an American convicted of uh, spying in China. Hmm. He's from here, huh? Apparently. So you're from a town of traitors. <laughs> I'm from a town... Of video, champions of an organist and video gamers and the video gamer couldn't get the hell away fast enough hey david brant retired player from the national football league played for three years just enough to get you a pension what's the pension how much do they get i don't know 100 grand mark dewey Retired Major League Baseball pitcher Steve. He finished with a 12-7 and MLB career. 168 strikeouts as a reliever. Not a bad career. No, not at all. From 1990 through 1996, he, he pitched so in the he Major was, League. So he was pitching during uh, during the time of Larry Ferrari. Yeah. He was actually doing some, making money. Yeah. Something Larry knew nothing about. Hey, 200 grand. <laughs> Paul Grasmanis. Wait, does, uh, did, like... What? How, do, how does net worth get factored? Is it like all the stuff you own? I, I'm pretty sure it's your collective. Like, if you sold your life today, Steve, so if would I sold, you have more? So if I sold the house, yep. sold, sold the cars, teams. sold everything. Yep. Yep. I don't think so. <laughs> the house? You know nah. what I, mean? I mean, even if you split everything Look. in half because you know the wife's leaving you. <laughs> You're still at Maybe over 200 to, grand because I don't want to be. I don't want to surpass Larry Ferrari. Oh, yeah. He's from my hometown, man. He's a, would, he's a legend. I would bet today you make more yearly than Larry Ferrari made in his last year working for WPVI TV in 1997 when he died at the organ. Did he do anything else? Like, did he like run an organ store? No, maybe? he's worthless. No. He doesn't even deserve a park bench. The park bench costs more than his net worth. Oh, let's see. They're probably bulldozing his childhood home so they can build some, you know, crappy apartments over top of them. Mm-hmm. Paul Grasmanis was an NFL defensive lineman. A lot of athletes from this, yeah. this uh, neck of the woods. Played from 1996 to 2005. Long career. Uh, Benny McCoy, major league infielder. Oh, boy, that's way back in the 30s Benny McCoy played. What's he doing these days? Sleeping for eternity. (laughs) Died when he was 96. Died on his birthday. Hmm. But you're 96. You think he's, like, blowing out the candles and then (laughs) facing the cake? Born in Jenison, died in Granville. Oh, boy, really went far. Well, I mean, he went to the Detroit Tigers and went to the Philadelphia Athletics. But, I mean, from start to finish, you're right. <laughs> About six miles. Ah, uh, Richard Grinnell, current United States ambassador to Germany. 
He's the longest-serving U.S. spokesman to the U.N., Steve. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I kindly ask you to suck it, because in the neighboring town, the town we're in right now, Steve. Yeah. And I've, Well, if you want to count Grand Rapids proper, um, I guess you have Floyd Mayweather would be the most famous from Grand Rapids. But this very town we sit in today, Steve, and now this is what we need to do. Mm-hmm. We need to get some monuments for this guy. Taylor Lautner. Taylor Lautner, the the dude from... Um, Actor from the Twilight series, played uh, a wolf or something. <laughs> I didn't know he was from here. Yeah, born, no uh, born in Grand Rapids, grew up in Hudsonville, Michigan, How Steve. How about that? I think we need to get him a tree. We got to find out what his address was, and then uh, he, go, listen, go by his house. When was the last time you saw a Taylor Lautner movie? I don't know if I've ever seen a Taylor There's Lautner a good movie. chance he's back. There's a good chance he took the Benny McCoy route, left for a few years. Came on back. Came back, died blowing out the candles. Oh, I just recognized the name of somebody on the Cinnamonson list. Oh, wow. How many names down are you before you recognize the first one? About, you said there was about 20. There's, uh, I think there's maybe 25. Larry Ferrari was probably around 10 or 11. But I do recognize the name Brian Prop. He was a professional hockey player, played for the Flyers. Oh, okay. I never knew where he was from, Cinnamonson. Look at that. We, we've got a... National Hockey League left winger for 15 seasons, radio broadcaster, businessman, philanthropist, and Philadelphia Flyers Hall of Fame inductee. Did not know he was from Cinnamonson. Look at that. Oh! Joseph Hooten Taylor Jr. He's an astrophysicist at Princeton University. Look at that. I got to tell you, I really think Taylor Lautner might be back. I think we should just go drive around. He hasn't think... been on TV or any films in three years. What's his name? Taylor Lautner. L-A-U-T-N-E-R. He has not been anywhere in three years, Steve. Taylor Lautner address. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, folks. Is it that easy? We're going to go try to hunt down. Actually, just search, you know, what do you think their parents are? Like a Bill? Oh, let's see. Bill looks and Gene? Like, looks like he still lives in Los Angeles, according to this. Uh, yeah, you can have your very, listed address anywhere. Very legit looking website. You think he's still here? Staying Carrie Fisher's daughter until 2017. I think he's back. He's an Aquarius. Oh, wait a minute. Old contact information. Here we go. You're on his... Melrose Avenue, Florida, uh, Beverly Hills. Jesus. His, t- his signature looks like he just sneezed. <laughs> I don't know why they have his signature on Wikipedia, but thank you for that. Let's see. Um... We need to get these famous people from our hometowns mm-hmm. and get them on. Because, those, you know, like you said, we just... So it's our... It's like a... a... Like a contest to see yeah. who can get the most famous person yeah. on from their hometown. Yeah. I'll well, get... unfortunately, the most famous one from my hometown, Mr. Larry Ferrari, has been uh, in the grave for the last 22 years. So I don't think that's going to happen. Oh, God. I did find a... I think we go to his grave. Larry Ferrari? Mm-hmm. I think it's in Philadelphia. I bet it's in Cinnamonson. But it's at Lakeview Cemetery in Cinnamonson. Larry Ferrari... That's F-E-R-R-A-R-I. Just like the car. Find a grave memorial. 
West Laurel Hill. It's in New Jersey, right? Sure. Nope, he's in buried in Pennsylvania, West Laurel Hill Cemetery, Montgomery County, PA. Hmm. So, uh, I guess he's a traitor then. <laughs> Again, much like Mewtwo King, could not wait <laughs> to get away. Nobody stayed. Nobody. No one did. You left. Yeah. You need to be on this page. Yeah. Your brother left. I think that I should be on that page. I think that I'm... You, listen, I'll say this. I need to find just one person on this list that I'm more famous than. And can't we just add stuff? Can I just hit edit? Yeah. You were logged in. I think they'll probably check it. But yeah, you link it to the radio show. Start editing. Everybody from Hartford, Indiana. So to get back to the original point that we started 28 minutes ago. The notable people from Hartford City, Indiana, I, I had to, I just struggled to find them. Mm-hmm. People listed below were born in or residents of or closely associated with Hartford City. Edward Everett Cox started a newspaper. Yeah. Henry Crimmel was a glassmaker. That's a that's a noble career. Kevin A. Ford. This would be the only one who really matters. Retired Ford Motor Company. Retired Air Force Colonel and NASA astronaut. Jay Neff, newspaper publisher and mayor of Kansas City in 1904. George Washington Steele is an American lawyer, soldier, and politician in the 1880s. And Wayne Townsend was an American politician. Wayne, is that, uh, is that uh, uh, the, the trainer? He was literally a gubernatorial nominee in 1984. So that's the list. Top to bottom in Hartford City, Indiana of notable residents. And you're telling me that up until our message, one or, one month ago or six weeks ago, they had forgotten their most famous son, C.G. Johnson himself, the inventor and creator of the overhead garage door opener. It's just it's an abomination. It's and so you and I are just looking to right or wrong. So I don't think a float is out of the question. No. I think I think well one I definitely think this is the time. And now it may be a bit pompous to think man I really think this would get us on the news. I think it definitely would. I think it should. Um I already have half a speech written. Oh yeah, I want a keynote address. And I I, def- I want a key to Hartford City or whatever they mm-hmm. give you for that. Maybe it's, you know, maybe it's a ceremonial garage door opener to Hartford it'll open, City. It'll open any door. Any, any door. Just <laughs> rob them blind. <laughs> so we need a couple of things down in Hartford City. One. I, I want to be pulling out of the, uh, the, the, the town square or wherever the, uh, the big presentation is. And I want a group of people to be standing there utterly confused as to what the hell they just witnessed. Because it's going to be a wide-ranging speech. It's going to take shots at the non-overhead garage door openers. Yeah. I'll probably put in like a Vince Lombardi quote, (laughs) but attribute it to C.G. Johnson. And I'll mention the Wayne Gretzky quote. Oh, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take? Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to have our, you know. We'll have easels set up on either side of us, and we'll bring those posters that were hanging up at the radio station with like Inspiration Golf Course and Focus Eagle. And we're going to bring our banner that Chris Pruitt gave us yeah. last week. I'm just going to say Van Wert's number one hometown podcast. Maybe we'll cross that out. 
I don't know, maybe Philip can do a quick rendering for us with uh, whatever the town is, Hartford Gr- something. Yeah, that or just gray duct tape. You and I sharpie over Van Wert. So, but for that to happen, we simply need some feedback from the fine folks down in Hartford City, Indiana. So I'm going to do that right now, Steve, as I follow up with our dear friend and the curator of the Hartford City or Blackford County Museum. Sinuard. Sinuard. And we're going to see where he is at. By the way, I am editing this Wikipedia page right now. Uh, Steve. I need a nickname. Everyone else has a cool nickname. Steve. Oh, I know. I'll Tortellini. Do Steven. Steve. No, e. I'm, I'm going to do Steven and then Steve in quotes. <laughs> McKiernan. Okay. Born 1981. Okay. Professional radio producer and wow. host. That's true. Yeah. I mean, should you put that after noted podcaster? Radio producer and host. Uh, radio producer and noted podcast. Yeah. Host. Yeah, there is. Okay. I've emailed Sinuward. So, again, that's what we're looking to make happen. Yeah. Is is this trip where you and I can be welcomed with open arms in another community? Mm-hmm. This would be our third community we'd be welcomed into with open arms. The fine folks of Boston, Massachusetts, the uh, disinterested folks of Van Wert, Ohio, and Convoy, Ohio. What about Dolphin? Oh, Dolphin. Oh, Dolphin. We never did make it there, the big rivalry. And lastly, we're now looking to make friends in Hartford City, Indiana. So hopefully, I still think that something like that can happen, Steve. Yeah. I still do, and I think we I think we try and plan this thing for next month, for next spring. Get out there, throw a little plaque on a garage door bench in front of a house that used to be C.G. Johnson's house. Mm. It's going to be good. All right, so I'm, check I'm, the uh, check the Wikipedia for Cinnaminson, New Jersey. See if it's still there that uh, that our friend Steve is still a notable resident from Cinnaminson, New Jersey. That is C I N N A M I N S O N. Noted podcast host, uh, graduate of Cinnaminson. Oh, I don't even know how to spell my town name. Minson. But we slightly digress because as we got onto this topic a little while ago is. Brief reference to being less than one month away, Steve, from the garage door project at my house. Now, you're the most experienced of this. Done it a, done it a million times. I have ordered the door. Mm-hmm. It will yep. be arriving the day before. Saw that. I will be ordering the opener. Pick that up at my leisure. It's just, just a box. You going smart? No. Waste of money. Okay. Can add it later. It yeah. looks like it's a waste. It's yeah. wholly unnecessary. The reason the reason I got it is because well I didn't I wanted the uh, I wanted the quiet door opener. Yeah, and if I got the quiet door opener, the one that I wanted, yeah, came with it. But I looked; it's about fifty extra dollars, and it's just I, I don't need it. I have an opener in my car, which is the only yeah. time I'll need it now. Do you, have, you don't have remote start. No, <sighs> Katie does. Katie does. I'm telling you that's that's the key. But again, hear me out here. She opens the door. One inch mm-hmm. and hits the opener on yeah. the like, totally that's it, yeah right? totally doable. So it's what not I, even an inconvenience. What was uh, what's really useful for me is in the winter 
when I'm yeah. upstairs, I'm getting ready for work. Right. I get out of the shower. First thing I do, open up the app on my phone, open the garage door. And then as soon as I see the little thing showing me that the door yeah. is open, go into the other app, start the car. So by the time I get downstairs, it's all warm. Oh, it's nice and toasty. Man. You may want to reconsider. But again, we're on the main floor. She's yeah, getting exactly. ready yep. and eating yeah. breakfast in the kitchen. She just has to open the door to the garage, yep. press the button, which is one inch from the door, and then the problem is solved. And then she can start the car. Hear me out. Okay. What do you got now? You get that garage door opener. Sure. We run a button to your bedroom. <laughs> yeah. No, we just like throw it through the attic, right? And then like just drill yeah. a hole. And just drop it straight down. Yeah. So it just kind of dangles <laughs> right above your pillow. <laughs> <laughs> just reach up and hit it in the morning. You know, we won't even put the put the button on there. We'll just give you two wires. You just gotta <laughs> touch them together. <laughs> Saves ourselves some time. Um, now I'm already planning on this because hold on, I, I need to put the I need to make sure this is in the calendar. What is the date of this again? August twenty four. August twenty four. I believe. Yep, I already have it in there. That's a Saturday. I Kyle's put it in my calendar. Store install extravaganza. I have it in there from ten a.m. to six p.m. You're probably right. Boy, I'm really kicking off vacation with a bang this year. What um, what do you think? Because I know we talk about this and we joke about this, but it is going to happen with this because there needs to be something done with the, uh, the frame, the trim outside yeah. the garage door. Over, under, I will put the amount of trips to home improvement stores at three. You know, I want to stop by maybe the weekend before. Okay. Take some measurements. And then we can go to the store sure. early. Yeah. Start at the store. I'm thinking a, it's a, a bold a bold method here. Yeah. Buy more than we need. Wow. And then return what we don't use. Return what we don't use. Wow. I like mean. last weekend when we were putting in the railing upstairs. Yeah. And I knew I needed a special drill bit to drill into the floor to sure. put the, the posts in there. We bought six of them. Cause, oh, wow. Because the net went out. While we were actually recording this podcast. Yeah. And I told her, I was like, just buy like two of this, two of this, two of this. She came back with six drill bits for a total of like $80. You turned five? Used the one that I needed and we got $65 back. Hey, that's not too bad. Yeah. I mean, again, you're saving yourself a trip, which in all of our projects, that would be wise to plan Mm -hmm. ahead that much so we wouldn't have as many issues as we have Mm -hmm. every time we've done a project. So yeah, I think the over under is three. Just based on additional parts, things. Now, requests from you, Steve. You've done this before. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talking, what, fully charged uh, drill batteries? Oh, yeah. Things like that. That I can get done. Um, how about how about anything for your leisure? Drinks, food, yeah, any, maybe any a couple, requests? Maybe a couple pizzas around okay. lunchtime. Any, no, any other requests? Drinks, would you like you know, soda, water? Do water. Maybe some tea. Yeah, maybe water, maybe some red Gatorade. Some red Gatorade. Okay, yep. yeah. All but not these. that G2 garbage. No, you don't want the... I want yeah. the standard... Uh, I don't punch. want. I don't want the diet Gatorade. Yeah, you want the fruit punch Gatorade yeah. that's blood red. Blood red. If you take one drip on any of your clothing, it's mm-hmm. forever ruined. Yes. Maybe one of those fans that they have on NFL sidelines that sprays water. Hang on. <laughs> Let me start writing some of these down. You can get one of them at the rental place. So the, the cool zone from the, cool like zone, the NFL. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the misting fans from the NFL. Uh-huh. I mean, I am. 
helping you. No, listen, and I'm just trying to help you. Would a slip and slide be too much to ask? No, done. I think we can stack all of our uh, all of our tools and all of our supplies yeah. at the end of the On driveway. The slip and slide? Oh, <laughs> at the end of the driveway. Uh-huh. So when I say like, "Hey Kyle, I need another nine sixteenths bolt." Okay, boss. <laughs> and then walk back up the driveway. Yeah, but are you okay with uh, redneck slip and slide? Where it's like, just a tarp. Like lawn and leaf bags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, like Dawn dish soap. It's just paper bags that we can't get too wet because they'll tear. Yeah. Yeah, and then a bucket no. from Costco. No, I need, a, I need one legitimate that, slip yeah, and that has like a little tunnel that you go through okay. and a splash pad at the end. Now, we will be doing, uh, I, I think our plan is to rig up and do a time-lapse video again like we did when we demolished APS 2.0 yeah. before construction. Uh, just so you can see minutes of you and I standing around looking at each other, scratching heads, and no movement in the garage door overhead. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's definitely something Because I have concerns. About? The door. What about? Why? Well, I, I mean, you've, you've been over there. You, mm-hmm. We've now repaired this door twice, different fashions, and it's uneven. That it is. And I think I did. We come up with an idea for making it not uneven. No, no. didn't we just uh, figure that a new door would fix it? <laughs> mm-hmm. Figured out. Maybe we'll. Th- I'll tell you what. This door will be installed. Uneven. Mm. It's like every other time we've installed the door, just throw a few shims in it. Yeah, and then it still won't open or close. <laughs> It'll be a seasonal door. A seasonal door. Hey, honey, gonna park outside again this winter. Do you need it's it to summer. open in the winter and summer? Oh, jeez. I mean, if I had to pick, I'm picking winter. Yeah. Right? Because I want to park yeah, outside I think, in the I winter. I think we can, we can do that. Yeah. And we then in the summer, that. you know, you just blast the air conditioning and cool it down real quick. Yeah. That's yeah. why you got to get that remote start. Your seasonal garage door opening. So, yeah, that is, that's a big day for me. I'm nervous. I'm ready. So I, I don't undertake projects like this. The only reason I'm even considering it is because, you know, you're there and you've done four and a half. Yeah. Yeah, I have. I've... I've uh, Done quite a few of these. Now, did you never, go with... Never, uh, a, never a double stall, though. Oh, boy. I got to see. Did you go torsion spring, or did you go... Uh, huh? Did you go the... Uh, send me the send me the link so I can see. T- torsion, huh? I mean... If I was installing a door... Sure. I'd go torsion spring. I mean, I probably thought that... <laughs> Look, you don't want to have those poverty springs that just dangle. You want the the torsion spring. You know the spring that we replaced on your door uh-huh. that's mounted above the door? Yeah. That's the kind of spring we want. Yeah, that's the standard, right? And this door is 20-some years old that's up you, there now. Send me the yeah, I'm, I'm opening the order and going to send you the actual door that I purchased. <laughs> because... Uh, be a shame if you... Screwed this up. I, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I didn't even look. <laughs> Did you sort by price and pick the cheapest? No. <laughs> uh-huh. I didn't think you were supposed to look at the type of spring. I thought they'd all be the same. Why would they all be the same? Showing it also 16 foot by 7 foot, white, insulated, raised. It is Boy, it is affordable. <laughs> <laughs> Now, it's got an R value of 6.3, Steve. Do you know what that means? 
Uh, probably means it doesn't have torsion Me springs. Me neither. Uh, easy set torsion. Wait, did you go insulated? Spring? Of course, I went. You insulated. went insulated. Am I Look a at mongrel? You. Okay. Yeah, white insulated garage door. R value of six point three. Easy good. set torsion spring. Steve. Boom. Looks like we got a we got a winner. Good con- good construction, boy. In their features, <laughs> written good construction. Oh, it's good to know. Two-layer construction, easy set, torsion spring system provides easier, faster, and safer do-it-yourself installation, which is absolutely what we're looking for. Uh, Opener reinforcement bracket and one strut required for use with an opener. Hmm. Good to know. Why why wouldn't it be used with an opener? (laughs) Look, maybe they don't, maybe they haven't heard the good news that C.G. Johnson has been spreading. Nylon rollers. Good. Includes one support strut, bottom weather seal included, rear track hanger kit. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, lock and opener purchased separately. Steve, not included. No, not I'm glad included. to hear. Glad to hear that you got the got the torsion. Oh, of spring. course, I went with the torsion spring. What am I, some idiot? I mean, I told you I knew what I was doing. That are By the value, way, though, I am, huh? I'm officially part of the. Uh, You're a part of the Wikipedia. Yeah, I don't know how to save my changes, though. The, uh, yeah, that R value, 6.3. Oof. That's good. It's really good. Well, are we going to get to this today? <laughs> what we've talked about for about four weeks now, Steve. We have, we got an email, and let me see if I can pull it up very quickly. We got an email about, it was probably six weeks ago, from a listener of this podcast, and it turns out a listener of your radio show to a lesser degree. Mm-hmm. That he had, for some reason or another, picked up on the si- on, on our podcast here. Yes. Yeah, I think he had heard about it. Maybe on the radio one day I'd, I had mentioned it. Nearly two months ago. I uh, recently started listening to the internet broadcast, tried a recent one, and promptly downloaded all of them. And we read this whole email on there. So we kind of, we talked about this again about seven weeks ago, how we wanted to call this guy. And just see where he was at with the listening. See what was going on in, in our lives at this point. This is our friend uh, our friend Dan Scheich. Yes. We have a lot of questions for about, well, one, why? Because we've, we've told people to, you know, we don't want to exclude people because we're 150 plus episodes in. It's not, obviously, we don't want to do that. 158 today. I could see how it's daunting, though, because if you hear something and you realize, oh, boy, well, I can't start that. It's too far. It's like, you know, hey, I'm not going to start a TV show. It's nine seasons in. Mm-hmm. That's why we tell people, well, I'll just listen to the year in reviews and hear a few episodes here and there. And then we had that project that we threw into the uh, uh, loose ends folder, which was the hashtag Steve and Kyle essentials. Mm-hmm. That we never once followed up on or completed. No. And but Dan Scheich decided to listen to the whole thing. We have another probably Matthew Harden emailed us and he was going back and he had been listening to the entire series of podcasts. So uh, yeah, we're going to give Dan a call here. I think uh, with no warning and see why. That's my only that why Dan. Oh maybe uh, let's see. In in true Stephen Kyle fan uh, lore, he will say, "Well, I had nothing better to do." Yeah, yeah. So I was bored as hell. And this came across my feed. I was uh, getting a root canal, and I thought, well, things could be worse. I could listen to this. Do you have a number for him? Let's give him a buzz. Oh, God, I thought I already had it for you. 
I really want to call Larry Ferrari. I mean, Ooh. Like a, Ooh. the resident, like the, his, well, his, no doubt his, his estate. Do you think you could get like a key from the Larry Ferrari organ? <laughs> Those are keys, right? Just like piano. Yeah. Organ keys, piano yeah. keys. Yeah. Yeah. They are called keys. <laughs> you never know those idiot machines. All right. Press this organ rectangle. What's this guy's name? Dan? Dan Shike, Friend of the podcast, lesser friend of the radio show. Mm-hmm. Why isn't it ringing? <laughs> oh, God. Hey, Dan. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so that, uh, should, that should be ringing then? Dan, you there? According to this, it's connected. You think Dan picked up without it ringing? Well, he did. He did it 23 seconds ago. Hey, Dan. Okay, well, we're going to go ahead and hang up on Dan. <laughs> Second time's a charm, though, right? I'm sure it'll work? Yeah. Yeah. 158 episodes of these. Still can't figure out a phone. <laughs> Was that an indictment? That's an indictment on us, right? Yeah. And we actually talked about before the recording, like, hey, want to call, call Dan today? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. There's, um... Have you turned it off and then turned it back on? I will have you know that there is no reason that this should not be working. And I don't know, I don't know if we're going to get to Dan today. You want to talk about garage doors more? I guess it's time to go, huh? <laughs> we're at the one hour mark. I mean, we held up our end of the deal. I did want to. Uh, I did want to talk about Steve. The newest edition of Sports Tate with Kyle was released this week. I saw that. Very excited. I uh, saw that it was released uh, a bit early. Second time in a row. Two episodes in now, Steve. Two episodes released wildly incorrectly. Yeah. Two yeah. different issues, but I think. By episode three. You think you're going to nail it? I think I'm going to nail it down. So by the time it was supposed to be released, I saw I had a couple of hundred people had already downloaded it, which was not the way it was supposed to go. So we nipped that in the bud until it actually was released Friday. Uh, yeah, I re- recorded earlier this week. A little more sports focused. Now, obviously a sports podcast, but like kind of nuts and bolts sports this week was. Okay. So uh, talk- breaking down like the nickel defense i did get to like i talked about in last time on last week's episode here i did get to uh, the russell westbrook trade and what it, what an nba superstar actually is mm-hmm. in today's nba uh, and then i also talked about it's uh i would argue what should be the biggest crisis facing the ufc in the years to come oh boy so i was able to talk about Delving that deep. for a little bit uh yeah a couple topics i've been interested in a lot lately as well as the very first edition of rate my take Still uh, missing the mark on that. Should be rate my Tate. Listen, I don't even want this title of Sports Tate. I hate it. <laughs> Why didn't you come up with a new one then? I did. It's yours. You were like, I believe our text conversation was, it's got to be Sports Tate. What did you, what was your I didn't have anything else nailed down, but I, had, I was start, you know, spitballing myself. I was thinking of the Achilles, like I talked about, talked about the Achilles heel mm. with Kyle, things like that. For uh, for the title, but we ended up on against my better judgment, sports Tate. Oh, hey, oh. why don't we get Dan on the line? <laughs> we'll get back to that. Never.
right? <laughs> Your call has been forwarded. Oh, to an forwarded. System. Dan Shike is not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. Well, Dan, you done effed up. It's the Stephen Kyle podcast calling you, and uh, you're not there. I mean, we're calling you exactly when we said we would three weeks later. Not only are your takes dumb, <laughs> your phone prowess is also dumb. I don't care what you're doing right now. Uh, Dan, all worried about a random phone number calling him. Oh, no, I don't answer weird phone calls. It's a Sunday morning, Dan. Pick up the phone. Just pr- trying to spread the good word. Are we? Are we trying to spread the good word? All right. I, do we just interview Dan's voicemail now? Is that what we should do? No. It's probably just as interesting as Dan. <laughs> seem all wound up today. All right, Dan. Well, we'll get you next time. Never. Never going to happen. Talk to you in September. <laughs> you were saying? Yeah, boy, before I was so rudely cut off by that ringtone mid-word. <laughs> Is uh, this the worst podcast we've done? Yes. yes. I mean... No hesitation, Steve. This is the worst episode we've ever released. Those should normally happen in like the first 20 to 30, you know, when you're kind of... You're still figuring everything out. We're 158 of these things in. Mm-hmm. 158. And this is far and away the biggest violation of trust between us and our listeners we've ever had. Well, we... um, Nobody's we here. We did watch nearly half of an episode of the Larry Ferrari show from 1982. We talked about Mewtwo King. Who's that? Oh, the video game the guy. The video from game my guy. Town. Smash Brothers uses a claw. Claw grip. Hey, if anyone knows Mewtwo King, tell them we were talking about him. Number one fans right here. Uh, so yeah. Cinnamons and go Pirates. Praise, love, and honor to the alma mater. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's on, that's nice. That could work. Yeah. That's a nice song. Hey, remember Freshman Hall? <laughs> Truman Hall. Remember. That's where Mewtwo no, King well, went. This is his pre-Truman Hall days. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, again, the newest sports... Senior court. Yeah. Homecoming king. Huh? The quad? We didn't have a quad. We had senior court. What was that? It was a, the, the school was a big square. Like, there was yeah. a big courtyard. In you the know way. what a square makes, right? Senior court. A quad. <laughs> Look, quads are for college. Senior court is for high school. Boy, have I been put in my place. So as I was saying... Mr. Markovic? uh, Earth science? Earth science? Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, geology? Oh, earth science. Oh, okay. So as I was saying... the uh, Mrs. Sarson, right? She was always drunk. That was always the rumor. Whoa! The loc- the the school drinker. Yeah. Uh-huh. Looked like Big Bird. <laughs> I I can't think of anything more offensive to describe really? a human person. Really? A human per- a, a, like a, an actual person? You're going around saying, "Hey Big Bird." No, that's up there. <laughs> that's, that's high on the list, man. 
Especially for a woman, that's especially rude. It's not little bird. It's not skinny well, bird. She's tall. Uh-huh. You're very skinny. She was very tall. In bean pool. Oh, that would have been better. Better than big bird. A big, fat, fluffy yellow bird. No, that's offensive. That okay? That's it. It took an hour of garbage. But the poll this week is what is more offensive to call a woman, big bird or bean pole? How about one? And I'm about- already <laughs> counting my W this week. How about um, who is the more famous celebrity from Steve's Town, Larry Ferrari or Mewtwo Mute- King? Mewtwo King. We'll throw them both on there. We'll throw them both on there this week. I forgot the polls last week because I didn't save my, my notes, so we didn't have any last week. Again, really good at this. 158 episodes in, forgetting to write things down, can't manage social media. We're three weeks removed from wasting one hour to upload a 48-second video. So this last week, Nikki Constantine uploaded a minute-and-a-half video on Twitter to show how dumb we are. Mm. How long did it take her? It didn't seem very long. Okay. <sighs> so as I was saying, the newest episode of Sports Tate was released last week. If that's your Potternoster Field, baseball field. No, that was. I think that was the. Or was that Mister Potternoster's field? That was the football field. Yeah. Okay. All right. And it was a Nate. Did you have a famous Potternoster in Cinnaminson? I think it was George. He wasn't on the list. That's a damn good point. I think it was George Potternoster. I think it's P-A-T... I guess. I'm sure it's right. George Potternoster Field. Look that up. I bet Cinnamonson High School, home of the Pirates, shows up. How'd you spell that again? P-A-T-E-R? N-A-S-T-E-R? N-O-S-T-E-R? Maybe. Maybe N-A-S-T-E-R? George D. Potternoster. There you go. Class of 1975. The Buccaneer Yearbook. Cinnamonson High School. Buccaneer, yeah. Uh, we, we can't do this again. I, I gotta, I'm putting a stop to this. <laughs> Enough's enough. Okay? C.G. Johnson, fine. Mewtwo King, fine. George Potternaster, <laughs> 1975 <laughs> graduate from Cinnamons in High School, is too far. I won't allow it. You want your Potternaster knowledge, you look for him yourself. I'm putting my foot down. It's the dumbest thing we've ever done. Okay. My apologies. Best five, six, two, two. One, two, three, four, five, five, four, three, two, one. Huh. Is it my turn? <laughs> sure. Uh, number one. Who cares? <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. I can't do that to the one person that likes the Fast Five. <laughs> I, I got to do it. Are you ready? I'm ready. Fast Five. WWE Raw reunion. Yeah, boring. It's always neat to see ledges, but still, it's. You you know what it is. It's a ratings ploy to get a one week big ratings jump because things have been struggling. Because so, so do they terrible. try to incorporate them into current storylines? Uh, a few of them, but most of them you just kind of see them in backstage segments as current superstars are kind of walking around. And they interact a little bit. Um, cool to see some names, but again, it's eesh. 
it, it's it is what it is. It's a bunch of fifty and sixty year old guys who haven't wrestled in forever, trying to you know bring viewers from the late nineties back mm-hmm. in. Uh, Boris Johnson. Is it going to be any different? Like, it's just going to be the same feuding. It seems like as as divided as we are, England is just as mad at everything over there. Yeah. Yeah. They really like do. A, it was a very hold my beer moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know. We hired a dummy. <laughs> yeah. We elected a dummy. Oh, just wait. It's been. That guy, that guy looks so disheveled all the time. Yes. His name is Boris. I mean, I don't think Boris has ever been properly sheveled. I like if your name Boris, you're eternally disheveled. I like the um, like the stock photos that they always use for him. It's that one of him like licking an ice cream cone, <laughs> and then the other one where he came when he was because uh, he was the mayor of London, right? Yeah, and it was at some event where he came zip lining in. But, like, his zip line got caught up, so he just hung there for, like, a half hour in a stupid harness, like, holding two Union Jacks, and he looked so pathetic. Oh, yeah. I Again, it's almost four years since this whole leaving the European Union thing started. Mm-hmm. They are 0% further than they were that day. Yeah. It is nothing but infighting, and there's a deadline of October. It does not seem like it's going to go off without a hitch. So, if it... If the deadline comes and goes, and uh, everything's not squared away, then they don't leave, right? They just it goes back to how it was. I guess. Hmm. I I don't know how any of that works. I don't know why any of this is happening. It's all, but I know it's all going very poorly. All right. Next, the Mueller testimony. Yeah, I didn't watch any. Followed most of it uh, secondhand. I don't care anymore simply because it's just going to be one side saying he was awful and he's a liar and the other side saying, look what he just said. Can you believe this? Mm-hmm. Done with it. I, I There's nothing more to be said. Nothing's going to happen from it. It's the ultimate moment of deflation. Up next, Mr. Rogers. You know, I didn't see the trailer yet for oh, that. You haven't watched uh, it. I did. Did you see the documentary? I did. Uh, yeah. A couple years. Won't you be my neighbor? Yeah. That was tremendous. Very sad. I didn't think it was sad. It really... Well, I mean, sad in the sense that... I don't know. That guy seemed so pure. Oh, sure. And so awesome. And I don't know, because I guess I kind of related it to, like, today's world, and it made me sad to think about how as nice as this guy is, and, like, for those two hours I'm watching, and I'm like, ah, the world's a pretty good place. Yeah. Because I'm Mr. Rogers. And then, like, to walk out back into reality and realize, no. Do you, no. uh... Tear up at all during the movie? During the documentary? No, man. Those last uh, those last few minutes where they had all yeah. of the interview subjects, kind yeah. of talking about Mister Rogers and what it meant. Man, that's where it hit me because I was Mister Rogers era, but late, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I, I was I was very young when he was towards the end of the program. Yeah, but I still understood how long it had been on. So. Outstanding. Yeah, I, I can't wait. I think Tom Hanks... I mean, the epitome of Mr. Rogers, right, in Seriously. celebrity world is Tom Hanks. So yeah. I and, and obviously Tom Hanks is a tremendous actor. So I think that is going to be very, very good. And a fifth on the list, something that may be of interest to Muti... Muti King. Muti King. What do you got, Muti? It's the Fortnite World Cup. It's going on right now. Claw grip, man. What more can you say? The next World Cup, Fortnite. Here's everything you need to know. 
I mean, I don't have to tell you that the hot favorite. Uh huh. It's got to be uh, 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 Ninja. You must have looked at this. No, everybody knows Ninja. That's the only guy I know. Tyler Ninja Blevins. Yeah, he's the he's the most famous video gamer in the world. Had never heard of him oh, until yeah. makes, three seconds ago. Makes millions of dollars as an endorsement deal with I think Red Bull and. Yeah, my nephews know this guy. He's He failed to qualify. Excuse you. Shut the back door and the front one when you get to it, because I don't believe you. Hot favorite Tyler Ninja Blevins failed to qualify for the finals, so all eyes for the Super Bowl of Fortnite are on streamer. Muty King. No. Ty... Ty Blevins Ninja Ty, No uh, Ty or, I'm sorry Tur <laughs> I, I was wrong Tur Turner T Few Tenny Oh man Triple T They call him Gonna be Gonna be hard to beat They were uh, You know they're all, they're all in New York City This weekend So by the time this episode Is released We'll know the champ We will know the champ Thank goodness Yeah you're going to be watching? You got the Gamer Channel? Yeah, that's on the, the Video Game Network. Mm-hmm. VGN. That's a channel? <laughs> was it? What was the old channel called? Uh, G4. That G4, was the closest yeah. thing we had, and that was how Olivia Munn got her start, because a bunch of teenage boys saw their first woman on... T- is it really? I didn't know that's how she got her start. Yeah, yeah, she was huge on G4. I forget what the show was called, and obviously is a movie superstar now. But yeah, G4, and then that obviously failed because a video game channel's dumb. Mm-hmm. And so now we're at the VG VGN. I don't know. I think I made that up. Oh, so I'm not sure. Uh, before that, Mister Rogers. I can't. I, I really can't wait. Uh, it's a bygone era. His program was. You know, way before uh, or, or during the time of Mr. Ferrari, much more influential. Mr. Rogers ended you up biting being, your tongue. Mr. Rogers was actually doing things. Oh, my. And was nationwide Lord. instead of sitting down and playing an upgraded idiot machine. He was keeping people entertained on a Sunday a, morning. Once a week in a church parking keeping lot. Keeping people entertained. Wherever the hell Ferrari was, sipping his pints of hot WPVI damn. TV is not a parking lot. Just putting on his... Same suit coat he's been putting on for 35 years with elbow patches. Taking one more drag off of his camel. What is wrong with you? What is wrong? How do you not respect the legends? One big swig out of that pint that he's got in the suit coat pocket. Yo, you bite your tongue. Puts a proper Ferrari suit bowl a over his head to touch up the haircut. Before that, the Mueller testimony. Took home 140 bucks a week. And before that, Boris Johnson. Probably hit his wife. And before that, the WWE Raw reunion. Died penniless on the organ. All right. That's your warning right there. All right? You get out of line, though. Third time I played Pulse Rock. <laughs> this is the last time I yeah, played Pulse Rock. Yeah, when do we going to start paying fees? Once about a time in Hollywood. Ah. The Quentin Tarantino yes. film. Yeah. Interested? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, I'd go see it. Talk more about that. On the turnaround. NFL training camp. Oh, boy. Broke this week, Steve. All 32 teams officially in camp. 
Come on, give me your big prediction. It's early. My training camp predictions yeah. are. What's your favorite uh, depth depth position battle for the Eagles? Who do you got taking the slot corner spot? I mean, spot? you'd be crazy not to look at the, the, the cornerback position and wonder who's going to be the guy. Always a question mark there. <laughs> After that, the Mueller hearing. Uh, boy, so much is going to change now. This is it. This is it right here, yeah. huh? Finally. Huh? Finally. Something, Netflix. Big. Did you see them in the news this week? Netflix. No. Did they up their price again? First time they've lost subscribers in 10 or 12 years. Wow. Blaming I wonder it what did the, they equate that to? The, blaming it on a mix on the price hike as well okay. as, the, you know, they kind of waited because I believe these were first quarter numbers or set, whatever. And the next quarter is where they were going to release the Stranger Things and Orange is the New Black, which is, you know, kind of a couple staples that people yeah. will be around for. Uh, yeah. First time in years that Netflix has lost. Mm. They lost... What do they say? Some billions of dollars in six days after wow. those numbers came up. But that's how much they're worth. That's Just really based a on drop in stock? the bucket. Yeah. Okay. And lastly, I can't believe we didn't talk about this uh, the last two weeks. Top Gun Maverick. It, uh, yeah, nostalgia. Didn't that Boy. look? How, I, I don't know how they do that because how? it looks so. When I hear Top exactly Gun like sequel, it. I'm thinking, oh, for crying out loud. But that trailer, I'm in. And they pieced it together with clips from the original, yes. which is 30 years old. Yes. And at some point, like when he's on the motorcycle riding down next, like, to, the airplane. next to the runway. Yeah. I actually thought, don't know if that's from the original or if that's the new one. It doesn't hurt that he looks maybe three years older than no, he, he did ex- in the yeah, 1984. But they've done it. They've sucked me in with this whole idea that I'll he... I'll definitely go see. Oh, even no if question. Even if that trailer came out and it looked like garbage. Well, this I whole still... idea that he's still kind of the rebellious bad boy, and that's why he hasn't well, been promoted, because well, he should be... Well, that's What happened? What did Maverick do to, to still be a captain 30 years later? <sighs> Cannot wait. I believe that's next year Yeah, that comes out. So Can't yeah, wait to be... see Goose. Yeah. Iceman? Mm-hmm. All the whole gang's back. Yeah. Think he's still flying through Iceman's jet wash? think he's still dead yeah netflix maybe oh maybe he comes to him in like a in a dream that's just dumb what you wouldn't pay money to see goose back maybe it was a conspiracy if it's a if it's a dream sequence i don't need i don't want him back sitting at the piano Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. Yeah, boy, that'll bring the viewers in. This cameo from a dead guy in a dream playing an idiot machine. Come pay for this ticket. Oh, maybe maybe there'll be a, a duet. Him and Ferrari. <laughs> the ghosts of beyond. The ghosts of irrelevant idiot machine hey. players. Sorry. Hey. How dare I? Uh, Netflix, Steve, talked about it. Lost subscribers, lost a lot of valuation. I, I don't know if they're in trouble, but this is probably going to be the biggest, you know, upcoming year ever for Netflix. To Got see the, how they how they bounce back, if they bounce back. Well, because you have the Warner Brothers thing coming next year, and then later next year you have HBO Max, which is going to have HBO Cinemax as well as a whole catalog of, of those shows. So you have Friends leaving, you have The Office leaving, you have all of these yep. big shows leaving Netflix, and yet they're still spending billions and billions of dollars on original content that just can't draw mm-hmm. the viewership and the numbers that these reruns do. 
Yeah, it's weird how people are so up in arms about The Office leaving. Like, it's not going anywhere for a year and a half. Yeah, and you know Just what? Just like, watch it. <laughs> yeah, watch it, and you know what? If you switch your service, if you don't watch Netflix, yeah. subscribe to whatever it's the other fine. one is. NBC Universal. But uh, I still find myself fascinated with it. I could scroll through Netflix and say, oh, I need to watch this, need to watch this, need mm-hmm. to watch this, and add it all to the list, and then never watch any of them. Yeah. Because I get so distracted looking for things to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, before that, the Mueller hearing... Big changes Boy, coming. Comes. Sweeping I mean, changes in Washington. I expect to wake up tomorrow morning to big news. Before that NFL training camp, you you yourself spotlighted the cornerback battle going on in Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, this this training camp, which is a big deal. That's a that's a sticking point over there for the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Now you're most excited for you and I. We've talked about this before on this very podcast. Uh, start of training camp, Steve, means we're mere days away from the start of HBO Hard Knocks. Oh, that's right. Uh, wait, who are they following? The this Oakland soon-to-be Las Vegas yes. Raiders with John Gruden. Now, this year was supposed to be the first year in, I believe, in Las Vegas, right? And then they pushed it back a year because they realized, huh, we don't have a stadium. Yeah, I know. I believe it was. I believe it was supposed to be next year. Okay. And I don't know if that one. The only thing I remember getting pushed, they didn't have a spot for this year, because I and I don't think they thought the stadium would get done. They right. just didn't have a plan. They didn't. Their lease with Oakland ran out, so mm-hmm. they ended up signing one-year lease with Oakland, even though a lot of people didn't want them to because, yeah. hey, They're you're leaving. turning your yeah. back on Oakland. Yeah, you exactly. should leave. Dude, what's going to happen if they win the Super Bowl in Oakland and then, and then leave? And then leave. Oh, boy. I... Oakland's already unhappy about this, obviously. Because there's still a lot of people that are pissed that they left Oakland, what was it, back in like the 80s or 90s yeah. to go to Los Angeles. Yep. And then when they came back, they there's, lost a lot of they lost a lot of fans, obviously. still people that are mad that the, you know, Browns left for Baltimore mm-hmm. years ago. I mean, that was 30 or 23 years ago, and they got a team back since then. But that stuff lingers, you know, when you kind of – run out like a thief in the night Mm -hmm. i don't think you could you know if you're the rams you couldn't go back to st louis right now the the st louis hates that owner and that that team because they abandoned them Mm -hmm. so um boy it's gonna be a good year hard knocks though yeah john gruden a t a a literal made for tv personality Mm -hmm. uh leading the charge there yeah it'll be interesting to see how because he's obviously very camera savvy yeah, he was on I mean, ESPN for yeah. like ten years. Yeah, exactly. You're like you got the dude has, if he gets fired today as the as the head coach, he'll be on TV again tomorrow. Yeah, and he, but he's also very paranoid. So I'll be curious to see he him and the GM also a guy from TV, Mike Mayock. He brought they brought in a general manager from television. Mm-hmm. They fired the scouting staff less than a week before the draft because they were worried things were getting leaked and things. So they did the whole thing themselves. They had a draft that most would argue was not very good. and What did his GM do for television? He was Mike Mayock, so he was really an, an, just an NFL analyst. Not game analyst, okay. but you would see him during draft time. So it's not like he was from like The Bachelorette or something? No, no. Like God, he, was, yeah. <laughs> he was like the key grip. Yeah, the former host of uh, Wild Deuces or whatever this game show is, now running the Oakland Raiders. And before that, uh, this weekend released the newest Quentin Tarantino film, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Steve. What is the plot to this movie? So it's set about regarding an actor and his stuntman that would be uh, Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio playing those roles. But it's set in California 
during the time frame of the Manson murders. So you have mm-hmm. Margot Robbie playing Sharon Tate. You have that whole seat, that whole thing happening kind of outside the main plot of the movie, yeah. uh, but still happening, which is obviously uh, intriguing to most people who find that case fascinating. Uh, this led me to my newest hot take that I released on Twitter this oh, past boy. week, Steve, and that I don't think Quentin, T- I think Quentin Tarantino is overrated. Hmm. And I think Reservoir Dogs, which a lot of people look at as outside of Pulp Fiction, his like finest work ever. I think, I think Reservoir Dogs is his most overrated movie ever. Not that good. Take it to the bank. I see the, I see the steam coming out of the top. That's the take volcano, man. You it doesn't take just volcano stop. is ready to blow. It doesn't just stop with sports, you know. And, and when you've got a take about something like that, or a Tate, or a Tate, you've got to release it. Uh, and that I I've never loved his movies. Like I like well, that. Yeah, I mean, he obviously his movies have a certain like. There's a certain feel to them. Sure. I mean, I really like out of sequence and like, yeah, focusing on weird. I don't know. That's a terrible analysis of Quentin Tarantino movies. (laughs) But like, I know Tarantino movies enough to know when I'm watching one. Like, oh, this is weird. Yeah. Oh, it's Quentin Tarantino. I really like Inglorious Bastards. I never saw that. I don't. Honestly, that's the only one I've really, really Mm -hmm. liked. Uh, The other ones are okay. In, in 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 fairness, though, I've never seen Pulp Fiction. I own Titanic? it. Titanic. Top three. Uh, Airbud. Underrated. Airbud is absolutely film. underrated. The gritty feel when the dog has to eat its owner's insides to survive. Uh, a lot of people. I haven't heard anything about it, but a lot of people curious how he handles the Sharon Tate murder. Angels in the outfield. Rookie of the Year. Oh, Henry Rowan Gardner. The finest F sports film of the 1990s. Take your Rudy and stick it where the sun doesn't shine. That's a hot tape right there. I've got something for Rudy. If we got time, which we don't, I have got something for Rudy. I'll tell you what. This music plays for about a minute. Time's ticking. Listen, Rudy... A lot of people credit Rudy as being the start of this inspirational sports story. In reality, it was nothing like that. Rudy was an outcast on the Notre Dame team. The actual sack, ooh, yeah, big quarterback sack to end the seats, it never even really happened. Joe Montana on the Dan Patrick Show even downplayed Rudy's contributions to the team as a whole the entire season. So this fake schmaltzy stuff about, oh, he's so hated. Nobody really likes Rudy as a teammate. And then all of a sudden they, they gather around him? It's as schmaltzy and stupid as saying it ain't no mountain high enough to remember the Titans. And now remember the Titans is a great sports film with its flaws. But if you put them right next to each other, give me remember the Titans over Rudy every day of the week. Sean Astin made him a star. And he never turned into what he should have been after the success of Rudy. It's just a disaster. I don't understand why we have to glorify something like that when it doesn't make any sense. And it's a lie. It's a direct lie. What a football movie. Watch North Dallas or go down on. Well, thank you for that. On social media, at Stephen Kyle. We'll be back next week. Maybe we'll have some idea of what we're going to do before we start recording. It will be better. <laughs> I promise. Can't be worse. Can't be worse.
424-30-SK-POD, 424-307-5763. Again, all social media at Stephen Kyle. Talk to you next week.